Well, those of you who can't pray for the ones who can, that it'll just be irresistible. That they'll want to come. You know, I had somebody invite me to a revival last night, and uh, I already knew the way my day was going. I had some mowing to do, and and uh, you know, if I if I did mow, I, I'd be done. And so I waited till late to mow. Amen. And I still done. <laughs> Amen. Because I saved the big part for last, but. By the grace of God, I can do it. Amen. Amen. Last year, I couldn't do it. That's right. Amen. So, so thank God for that. But, uh, uh, you know, when somebody does share, we pray for one another. Yes. That God would touch our lips with the coal of fire that we'll have irresistible. You know, God is irresistible if, if we could paint the real picture of who he is. Amen. Well, I got some things on my heart, and uh, I believe it'll help us. Uh, like I said, I have noticed the last uh, several weeks that almost everybody uh, that I know that I pay attention to is talking about the Holy Ghost and being prepared for these last days. They're talking about the Holy Ghost so we will be prepared for these last days. People who never talked about it. I've seen people who never talked about it all of a sudden talking about it. Right. Amen. You know, there's, there's some people that won't talk about it because they're afraid if Somebody says, well, they speak in tongues at that church. Then that's going to scare somebody off. Amen. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how much difference there is in the Word of God and the churches. See, when I was uh, a backslider about to rededicate my life to God, I uh, got a hold of a Bible by the grace of God, and I was drawn to it. See, somebody's prayers were working on me. I'd come home from work and I'd grab that Bible. And I started reading. I started reading the words of Jesus. Amen in John talking about the Holy Ghost. And, and then I remember Mama, you know, they didn't talk about the Holy Ghost when I was in church. You know, at the, at the, uh, at the Nazarene church. They didn't talk about being filled with the Holy Ghost or speaking in tongues. Never heard any of that. But now, so I come back uh, from the Air Force and Mama's, you know, she, she, she'd been to Garland, <laughs> you know, and Grandpa, too. Paul Emmett, too, you know. And uh, so they're speaking in tongues, and she's got uh, 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 H. Richard Hall newsletter, newspaper, and uh, Reverend R.A. West, magazines laying everywhere, talking about, the, and it's called the Holy Ghost Fire and stuff like that. <laughs> So when I read the Bible, I just thought, well, that Holy Ghost is what's on Mama's magazines. And I thought, this is the Bible. So, you know, they must have had that at the Nazarene church. I just didn't notice. Because I left a lot of times after Sunday school to go horse riding or when I got a little bit older to go uh, uh, doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. But you'd stay for Sunday school. And, and I, I, boy, I used to think about that, you know, especially when I first got called to ministry, how awful I did that preacher. You know, because if you reap what you sow, you know, and that's why we don't have Sunday school. <laughs> so you can't leave. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't want to reap that. But I did that a lot. I really did. And, uh, I would stay if they had a gospel saying, and most everyone else. And I wasn't the only one. I learned that from my peers. You know, a lot of people in the church did that, glory to God. But I just didn't know, you know, about this stuff. 
And so I thought if it's in the Bible, it's in every church. And, and I want to I say this because I'm going to talk about the Holy Ghost for a while. But uh, when I received the baptism in the Holy Ghost, uh, I believe there's different levels of experience. And your level of experience may not be what my level of experience was. And most of the time I heard Dr. Summerall say, people who have a five-fold calling have a greater encounter than some people who don't. And so I began to realize that me telling people what happened to me when I got filled with the Holy Ghost was causing them not to be able to receive because they were expecting the, the drastic earth-shaking experience that I had to happen to them. Amen. And it, it may not ever happen that way, and their faith may have not ever been where mine was. You know, a lot of things, but, but it doesn't have to be that way. But since mine was that way, I mean, I literally felt like I, I come up from the altar. I felt, literally felt like I could throw fireballs out of my hands. That's how strong the power of God was on me. You know, if I wanted to burn a tree down, I'd just take it out just like that. Amen. And I realized later on that, that, that that's prophetic uh, of the anointing that's, that's, that's going to be in these last days. Not that I'm going to fireball you or nothing. If I do, it'll be good. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Amen. Hallelujah. Just be, get hit with a fireball and get everything that you need from God, you know. Hit me, preacher. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. But uh, uh, so it doesn't happen to everybody exactly like that. Amen. But uh, I went to the, I went, responded, finally the altar called the preacher, come back and talk to us. And, and uh, so I wound up going and and I'm up there praying, and I'd been paying attention. And I'd heard some preachers, because I'd been to church a couple times in the last year. And I remember hearing a preacher say something like, if you're backslid, you don't really have to get under conviction like a sinner uh, to come to the altar. You just have to make that decision like the prodigal son, where uh, when I was in my father's house, it was so much better. I'm going to go to my father's house. And be like one of his servants. So, I, and, 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 and then the father ran to him. See, that was, I, see the devil tells you, 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 you know, you're going to go up there and you've been such a mess that God's going to say, you know, what are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? That, you know, the devil's such a liar. Amen. Amen that they had never, but see, see, I held on to that. Because when that prodigal went home and his father saw him, he came, he came running. Amen. So I knew that. So I knew that when the time come, and I told Misty the other day, when, when I was in the midst of my wickedness, and, and I was dealing drugs, and, and uh, there were times we were very nervous because uh, around the military, uh, they don't like drugs, and they really don't like some of the drugs that we were involved with, uh, uh, LSD, some of y'all might, you know, we called it acid, LSD. And uh, if, if somebody testified, a peer of mine testified that I'd taken acid one time, they saw me and would sign an affidavit that said they saw me do that, I was immediately discharged because the known side effects of that are back, uh, are back flashes. Isn't that what the, what I'm, trying, I'm trying to say? Flashbacks. Back, flash, flash, back. You know, and you freak out again. <laughs> you know, praise God, Jesus delivered me from all my flashbacks. But if so, and, and while we were there, in the midst of all that, not taking it, but selling it. 
and everything else. And if, if the OSI, that, that, was not, that was not the $6 million, that was $6 million man people that worked with him, the OSI, but really it was Office of Special Inve Investigations in the Air Force, and they were the ones who were after the drug dealers, of which we were one of the kingpins, me and mine. And uh, so some people were doing just like they do. Your best friends, when they get busted, if they tell you if you'll rat out two or three, put a wire on, or, or give us some evidence, then we'll go light on you. Because we, knew we, were, we, we all knew we were looking at Leavenworth for a long, long time. Amen. And, and I, I said this and I thought this, even though I was, as, I was as backslid as you could get. But I knew if I ever got busted and ever really got in trouble, I was going to call on Jesus and I was going to call Mama and tell her to pray for me. And, and help me. I was going to turn to him. But I still was so bound. I wasn't ready to do that as long as I wasn't caught yet. <laughs> Amen. So I was running, you know, running around like that. You know, the devil is such a liar and he'll, he'll, he'll bind you up so much. But uh, uh, so anyway, I'd been reading and thinking and feeding on a bunch of stuff. And I knew, I knew if I surrendered to God that he would meet me. Faith comes by hearing. It's important what you hear. It's important what's said. There's, there's so much stuff that must be said that's gospel, not religious garbage. There's just so much religious garbage out there, and people are deep in it. Amen. We need the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Lord, help us to get the garbage off of us. Amen. So that we speak the truth. And we need the Holy Ghost, saints, because there are so many voices saying so many things right now. Amen, even in the midst of the church. And there are those, and you'll see it more and more, there are those who are critiquing everything that's just not like them. Amen, and I'm going to tell you this right now. If you want to be blessed, if you want to be walking in the presence of God, you leave calling people out to the devil. Because the Bible says he's the accuser of the brethren. But Jesus ever lives to make intercession. Amen. Don't get on the wrong side of pointing out people's faults and calling, accusing people. Don't be the accuser. Be the intercessor. Amen. Because those people that have that spirit, they, they're self-righteous, and it's, it's not of God at all. Amen. Listen here. The perfect people, I'm going to sit down, y'all take over. He who's without sin, go ahead, you got it. Anybody want to preach? No, there ain't no, per there ain't no perfect ones. There ain't none. Amen. They're all God's children. Hey, let me ask you this, all you unperfect people. Do you all love the Lord? Do you love Him with all your heart? But you're still not perfect? Why do we expect somebody else to be? Amen. So we got we to gotta, we gotta learn to be rich in mercy. Because He is rich in mercy. Are you with me? Amen. So, uh, uh, I, 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 was, I was hungry, and I was ready, and Mama was praying. So this prodigal, I went. Amen. And I encountered God in such an awesome way. And I, was, I didn't think I was ready the day before. I didn't think I was ready to be a devout Christian, to, to serve God. I didn't want to be religious. I didn't like religion then. And I fought religion uh, even after I was a child of God till I really got close to being free he's still working on us to try to get us sucked back in that religion amen but we're going to be free yes. amen 
And uh, so it's, it's just a serious, serious time. And I think everybody's talking about this. And there's, 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 there's so much going on about it. Because I believe with what's getting ready to come, we need it. It's not, it's not really even optional. It's something that is so essential. Amen. Just, just, just to surviving. Yes. Somebody said you need the Holy Ghost to go to heaven. And uh, the, the, the answer was, well, you need the Holy Ghost to go to Walmart. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm going to quote William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army, 100 plus years ago. The, ch- the chief danger that confronts the coming century will be religion without the Holy Ghost, Christianity without Christ, forgiveness without repentance, salvation without regeneration, that means being born again, politics without God, heaven without hell. What a prophet. What a prophet. What a prophet. I mean, that's exactly how it's happening. I was telling Misty, I saw this preacher on the on uh, Facebook and uh, is a Pentecostal holiness church and is black people and uh, is a strong denomination and uh, he's he's preaching it's a holy convocation when all of them come together once a year and uh, some guy he's down in front and you really can't hear what he's saying but he's prophesying he's yet yay yay thus saith the Lord and uh, that 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 the, that preacher said stop that that's not God said, that man's not in the spirit. And he looked over at some of the other board members. He said, is that the man? Is that the one? And, 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 and uh, they were saying, yes, it's him. It's him. And he said, stop that. Hold that. Just a minute. And then he stepped down to the edge of the stage and said, you hold that. Be quiet. This is not the spirit of God. And he said, let me tell you something. And, and he said, five years ago, he said, you stood right there and, and did your false prophesying. Same thing you're doing right now. He said, and you said, because they were electing board members, and you didn't like it, and you said that every one of those board members was going to die if they elected them to the board. He said, every one of them is going to die if you elect them to the board. And he said, uh, he said, you know, I was just looking at the records this past week. And he said, this is the first time in years and years that some of the board members haven't died. He said, we haven't had a board member to die in five years. We're all here. And he said, you're a false prophet. He said, shut up. And he said, ushers, take him out of the building. I said, praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah, that's authority. Because some people will try to use the Holy Ghost and act like it's the Holy Ghost. And some people will fall for it and be manipulated. Amen. Hallelujah. But the chief danger... Religion without the Holy Ghost, oh, Lord. Christianity without Christ, oh, Lord. We're all going somewhere, you know, that's what Oprah said. Well, you know, we're all rules or no rules. Amen. Forgiveness without repentance, that's kind of what's going on with this greasy grace. You don't even have to be sorry. Amen. Salvation without regeneration, being born again. Politics without God. Uh, uh, uh. A democracy will not work without God. I hope somebody hears what I'm saying, and I hope it gets echoed from coast to coast, from border to border to the islands, everywhere people vote. Uh, Democracy without people being washed in the blood and filled with the Holy Ghost will not work. 
And if this fails, you look at Venezuela, what's going on down there. That is what's next for us. And you even look at some of the cities that are so full of, of the, the anti-God politics, the anti-righteousness, anti-word of God politics, and, and look. I mean, there, there are dead spots in major cities that are they're just waste, total waste. Amen. And I mean the religion hotspot of the, of, the, of the country, Chicago, the, the anti-gun, anti-Christ people, the biggest ones of them, there's more people killed there than anywhere. Amen. Amen. So much so, it don't even make news. I mean, you know, I guess if you're in Chicago getting the daily news, you'd get the numbers, but we don't. Amen. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Hallelujah. Part of it is they don't want the people to realize how bad it is because somebody might say, well, we need to vote for change. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to read something to you. It's scripture. It's another translation. And it's a scripture I read often. But see if I'm not reading the newspaper to you. But you need to be aware that in the final days, the culture of society will become extremely fierce. I, I, there's, there's a guy I watch, uh, I think his name's Ben Shapiro, and he's a, he's, a, he's a Jew, but he loves God, and he stands for what's right, and he hates what's wrong, and he stands up, and he is very intelligent. And he goes and has conferences or meetings at colleges, and people come out and try to refute him. Amen. <laughs> And some of the most brilliant woke people that there, that there is, they, let, 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 let me say this, they think they're brilliant. They, they think they know it all and then some. They wrote the book and dotted every T and uh, crossed every T and dotted every I. They think they know it all. And they come and they want to stand up and, and, and debate him about abortion and stuff. And they are so fierce. They are so angry and violent. He's just up there speaking the word and being calm and keeping his composure. And I mean, they're, they're, they're wanting to rip somebody's head off. They're fierce. Hell is fierce. The devil's fierce. He's a liar and intimidator. You need to be aware that in the final days, the culture of society will become extremely fierce. People will be self-centered, lovers of themselves, and obsessed with money. They will boast of great things as they strut around in their arrogant pride and mock all that is right. They will ignore their own families. They will be ungrateful and ungodly. They will become addicted to hateful and malicious slander, slaves to their desires. They will be ferocious, belligerent haters of what is good and right. With brutal treachery, they will act without restraint, bigoted and wrapped in clouds of their conceit. They will find their delight in the pleasures of this, of this world more than the pleasures of the loving God. They may pretend to have a respect for God, but in reality, they want nothing to do with God's power. Stay away from people like these. Amen. Isn't that like reading the newspaper? Isn't that a word uh, for the day? And uh, then I want to read one more introductory passage. Ephesians chapter 5, verse, verse 14. Therefore, he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, 
redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. So he's saying, awake if you're asleep, and Christ will give you light. And, and I'm telling you, I think, I think a whole lot of the church is asleep. And there's been a whole lot of confusion. Now, you've got to understand history. Uh, all the book of Acts, all the epistles... Even the Gospels, when they were penned, they were on the Dead Sea Scrolls, and, and they were hidden, and, and uh, there was a dark age. The Word of God wasn't out at all. And then when it finally did come out, the, the Catholic Church had it, and it was in Latin, and uh, very few people could read, could read and understand Latin. And the only people who could read were ones that they were, that they were the chosen, special young people, the Blue Bloods, that they sent to be educated to train them for the ministry. So only a small percentage of the population could even read it all. And it was all in Latin. And so anything that the church said, you had to just take their word for it. So the whole canon of Scripture wasn't open. And the de- I want you to know and understand, the devil hated it so bad when people decided Martin Luther you know, got a revelation. We're not saved by the church according to the scriptures that I'm studying. Amen. We're saved by, by grace through faith. It's a gift of God. And, and he put his treatise up and nailed it up. And he was persecuted severely. And then there were others, uh, great men, who decided to publish the word of God and print the word of God. And, and some of them were burned at the stake to keep this word from getting out because the devil doesn't want the word to get out. So therefore the church is backwards on a lot of stuff. The answer is simple, seems like to me. Just like, just like uh, uh, I thought when I read in the Bible when I was a backslider where I started now. Let's go back to the start of this message. And, and I read about the Holy Ghost in, in John. And I thought that was the same Holy Ghost that was in Mama's magazines. You know? The Holy Ghost fire. And mama would come in sometimes from church or the next morning she'd say, oh, we had a great service at church. You know, three people got filled with the Holy Ghost. And I could tell by the way she was excited that that was about as good as somebody getting saved. Sometimes it'd be somebody got saved, but a couple people got filled with the Holy Ghost. And I didn't know what she was talking about, but I could tell it was good. You know, hallelujah. So here I am. Not know nothing about God. Now, I've, when I got up out of the chair, about there where, where Dwight and Blake are, and come to the front, amen, I came. Amen. So, I, so I'm at the altar. I'm at the front bench. And uh, a dear preacher friend, Brother Raymond Page, come and knelt down beside me, Assemblies of God. He preached in the Wayside Mission up there. He loved the Lord. Oh, bless his heart. And he, I didn't know who he was. He knelt down there beside me, and he's praying and praying with me. And, and I got prayed through quickly. I got through quick because I knew, listen, this prodigal done come home. And the father, he, you got to take me now, Lord. You, you said, you I'm in. <laughs> you know, I'm in. Hallelujah, because I came. <laughs> right? I'm in. I knew it. I had faith for that. Amen. And so we're praying. And, and uh, I, I said, are you a preacher? And he said, yeah. And I said, we'll pray for her. You know, she really needs it. Uh, hallelujah. 
glory to God. And I was prayed through, and then, and then, and then, then I, so I, I said, yeah, are you a preacher? And he said, yeah. I said, well, pray for me to get the Holy Ghost. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything. I just knew, I just knew Mama had the Holy Ghost, and those magazines said Holy Ghost. I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't, I've never heard Kenneth Copeland. Amen or Brother Hagen. I, I said, are you a preacher? He said, yeah, so pray for me to fill, get filled with the Holy Ghost. I didn't know that some preachers wouldn't have known what to say, but he did. <laughs> God had a plan. And so, so he throwed his arm up around my shoulder, and he said, Lord, I thank you for uh, taking this brother back. And he said, I pray right now that you fill him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And when he said that evidence of speaking in other tongues, I said, what? I mean, I didn't say what, but I thought what? Amen. What's he talking about? And that kind of that kind of throwed a bucket of water on my fire right there a little bit. Speaking in other tongues. Now I don't know nothing about that. Amen. Because I'd been to church all my high school years. Never heard that. I'd read my Bible and you know I didn't read it deeply and just went by all that stuff. Amen. So when it was over, and then then at the end of the service. I, uh, I'd rededicated my life so they had everybody up there and had you testify and I just said I want to thank the Lord for taking me back and when I said that I mean heaven opened up and poured over me like I was feeling up there during praise and worship just poured over me and, uh, and then I said uh, give me the microphone and I said well I just want to thank the Lord for taking me back and I've done so much for the devil I just pray that God helps me do more for God amen, amen. And, and th that was that. And then they questioned. They said, well, did he get filled with the Holy Ghost? And they said, no, nah, but he, he had stammering tongues. He almost did, but he didn't speak, speak with other tongues. So I didn't know what was going on. So I got to Mama. I said, what is speaking in tongues? What is this? And so she wrote down scriptures. And see, at that time, nobody had got to me and tell me that the Word of God had passed away or it didn't mean anything. So I figured if it was in the Bible, it, you know, it's not in every church, but it's in every Bible. That's what I always say. And it ought to be. The churches ought to be based on the Bible. So anyway, I studied all that out, and that was Friday or Saturday. And anyway, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday I was speaking in tongues and been speaking in tongues ever since. Amen. And learning about it. Amen. But even some of those people that I was around, they didn't know that you could pray in tongues. Amen. He, uh, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Amen. Amen. When you pray in an unknown tongue, you edify yourself. And now some people say, what does that mean? It means uh, what percentage is your phone on? Huh? What do you do when your phone gets down to 50% or some of y'all run it till it's dead? <laughs> huh? Well, you plug it in. Charge that. I plug mine in every night. And it usually lasts all day. Hallelujah. When you pray in tongues, you're, pl you're plugging yourself in, charging yourself up in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Some of y'all running around here running on empty, wondering why you ain't got no power, ain't got no strength, ain't got no energy. You need to get plugged in to the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's good. That's good. <sighs> Hallelujah. <sighs> well, uh, it's just time. It's just time for this. I believe the last day revival is going to have a culmination of everything. And the devil's just tried to keep it quiet, tried to keep it hush-hush. He's got major denominations that fighting it, saying that you got it all when you got saved, and saying that you need to watch out for those people who speak with other tongues and, and uh, have the whole... There's, 
There, there, there's a, the Antichrist does lying signs and wonders. You need to watch all that. And they're just spending all their time trying to scare people away, keeping people from getting filled. Amen. Hallelujah. But we need all we can get. Amen. And it's all available to us, and it's all in the Word of God. But they're trying to talk us out of it. Amen. Like I said before, why you want to drive around with them little pintos? How many remember them little pintos? And, and I mean, you, you, if, it, back then you had to go up Wheeler Hill to Sparksville. And if you had three or four boys in one, and it's a, it's a four-speed, if you had three or four boys in one, you had to get going 70 as fast as it'd go before you hit the bottom of the hill, or you couldn't hardly even make it to the top. And you had to up, you know, if, if you made it up in second gear, you was, you was wheeling. You remember what? Wayner, one of them, had one of them. Amen. And, 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 and you know, you're downshifting, trying to get up that hill, you know, and you're going, you're going 15 miles an hour by the time you get up there. Hallelujah. Well, if you had a V8... You can just mash it on down. Go as fast up there around them curves as you want to go. Amen. Oh, we, we, want, we like four-cylinders. You know, Henry Ford, you know, the Model A, that was four-cylinders. That's, that's what we like. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you just stayed that way when you could have power. I'm telling you, we're going to need power. Th these scriptures are being fulfilled, and, 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 and it's not necessarily a great blessing, but it may be a necessity. Amen. So uh, this is going to be, I believe this is going to be a culmination of all that we've ever seen. And there was a, a healing revival and a Pentecostal revival of movement that happened at the turn of the century at Azusa Street. And there were great ministries that had great miracles and great things that have happened uh, in, in history. And it kind of had to break out because, like I said, history was backwards. It had been suppressed. And then we had to kind of find this stuff out. It's not like the church in the book of Acts just kept going. It got stopped for years. There was a dead, there was a dead period. Uh, almost dead. Now I've read history and studied history and said that ever so often something would break out. And, and people would just buy the Holy Ghost. You know there's people in, in uh, the Middle East right now that never read the Bible. And they think all is God. And they think Jesus Christ is the false prophet. And we're all infidels. And they're out to kill us. But see, they're having dreams, and Jesus is appearing to them in dreams. And one of them will get saved and lead his whole family to Christ, and they'll find the Word of God. And they're persecuted severely. But see, God's going to reach them some way, somehow. That's happened all through history, and there's, there's testimonies of miracles, even when they didn't have the Bible. So what's our excuse now? we got one. You know, got, i got 53 copies on my phone. 53 versions. Amen. Hallelujah. So listen to this. Well, one of these men... Uh, John G. Lake, uh, he, he, got, he got turned on to the, to the power of God because he had, I think, I think maybe 14 or 15 siblings. And they were all in the Methodist church. And some kind of serious disease would come around. And uh, uh, the government didn't do nothing about it. Hallelujah. And they were just dying. And he had lost three or four, maybe five of his siblings that had just got this disease and, and, and couldn't get healed. And, and then they would go to the funeral, and the preacher would say that God called, that God took him out. And he just couldn't understand how a good, loving God could do that 
to him and his siblings and his mom and dad, how that could be. And he got to crying out to God. And he saw how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And he began to pray and get a hold of God. And he realized it was God's word to be healed. And one of his siblings was sick, and he went in there and prayed for him, and they got healed. And then he went on and grew up and had a, a great ministry. He went to Africa. He was the one, the bubonic plague. The bubonic plague was there, and everybody was dying. And they, were, they had shots for it. And they had uh, uh, medical workers, helpers, that were dealing with all the bodies because they, they were stacked up like cordwood. They were everywhere. And when somebody died from bubonic plague, white foam would come out their mouth after they were dead, bubble up out of their lungs and come out of their mouth. And so he was helping them move these bodies. There's a bunch of them. He's helping them move these bodies. And uh, they were talking about, oh, I'm so glad I got that shot. This is deadly. And this is horrible. And uh, something was said to him. He said, I never got no shot. They said, you never got no shot. And he said, no. He said, I'm filled with the life of God. I'm filled with the life of God. If any deadly disease hits me, it'll die. They said, you're crazy, man. You're going to die. You're going to get this and die. I said, no, I'm not. He said, when deadly disease hits me, and he said, I'll prove it. Of course, they had doctors and microscopes and everything. They took some of that foam and put it on his hand and scooped it on a slide and, and took some of that foam and put it on a slide, looked at the foam. You could see the stuff wiggling and moving around. It was alive. They took some of that foam and put it on him, scooped it off, put it under the microscope, and it was dead. Hallelujah, because he believed God. He was filled with something. Amen. Glory to God. So uh, he come back to the States and in, the, in, in Portland, Oregon. In five years' time, he had 100,000 documented miracles. Now, they had healing rooms. And they had a big building with different rooms and young ministers that would come, were excited about the things of God. And they would, if you got in, you got in a healing room and somebody would read the word to you over and over and over again. And they're praying, putting faith in you. And they had 100,000 documented healings in five years. Several times the doctors had the police come and tried to arrest them, tried to take them before the judge for practicing medicine without a license. The judges just got to where they throwed it out because he's doing more good than the doctors were. Hallelujah. Now listen. While he lived there, he had a vision of an angel. And in answer to a cry from Lake's heart, the angel took the Bible to the book of Acts, opened it to the book of Acts. He called attention to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost and then proceeded through the book, pointing out the great, outstanding revelations and phenomena in it. The angel spoke these words. This is Pentecost as God gave it through the heart of Jesus. Strive for this. Contend for this. Teach the people to pray for this. For this and this alone will meet the necessity of the human heart. And this alone will have the power to overcome the forces of darkness. That's what an angel said to him. And as the angel was departing, he said... Pray, pray, pray. Teach the people to pray. Prayer and prayer alone. Much prayer, persistent prayer, is the door of entrance into the heart of God. Hallelujah. So, so Pentecost is essential, and it's been fought, and it's been battled. And when you mention tongues, you know, uh, you know, oh, Jesus. Uh, so many people are afraid of what they so desperately need. Yeah. 
And I'm going to say this. I'll just go on record saying this. And I've said it all along for years because I figured it out. If, if God could use Christian people as much as the devil does, we'd have revival. Amen. Because, you know, uh, I had a zeal for God. And uh, I've heard different things through the years that other preachers said about me. And, and uh, most of them were askewed a little bit, off, twisted. You never get the story right. Right? But some of them were as false and as much of a lie as you can imagine. And it was, it was repeated from church folk. From jealous church folk. You don't need to go down there. Put something weird on you. Y'all got anything weird on you this morning? Huh? Got anything but good? But see, if, 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 if God could use Christian people as much as the devil, where did that come from? Where did that come from? And God help us, we're all guilty to a certain degree. Some more than others. But we need to pray, Lord, let that not be the case anymore. If I can't say, Grandpa said it, if I can't say something good about somebody, Lord, help me not say anything at all. Amen. But, 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 but that's the deal. There's so much ism and schism. And they're fighting the very thing that they need. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> kind of like, I, we, don't, we, we won't know. We'll never know. But uh, the, 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 the last president had a, had a drug that thought might help. And from all that we understood... Maybe it would have. Maybe it would have. But it appears just to keep him from looking good, like he had the answer, they banned it. So we had something that'll help you, but to keep the other guy from looking good, you, you can't have it. Amen. Now, isn't that strange? Isn't that odd? And see, that's, that's the way the devil operates. He's trying to shut stuff down. And this is why we've got to get back to the Bible. Amen. They'll know we're Christians because, bless God, we stand in our camp and we'll defend our camp to the death. Everybody else is wrong and we're right. If you cross us, you, 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 you made a mistake, buddy. You don't know what you're messing with. Isn't that what the Bible says? No, the Bible says they'll know they're Christians by their love. Yes, right. Amen. By their love for one another. Amen. And you know what real love does? What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh, but preacher, you don't know what they did about me. You don't know what they said about me. Uh-uh, it don't work that way. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is Christianity. Amen. This is the power of God. It takes the power of God to live that. Yes. Amen. But, but, but it's worth it. Amen. It makes everything worth, work better. And, and uh, let me tell you something. God will take care of you in the end. It may not look like you're winning right now. It may look like the other fellow got the best of you. Amen. But in the end, God will take care of those whose hearts are pure towards him. Amen? So, 
everything's fought and everything's battled. I believe being baptized in the Holy Ghost is the right of every believer. I believe it's God's plan for every believer. And every believer deserves to hear that. Amen. And they need to hear it. And they need to see it demonstrated. Now, I see the enemies come in and fought. And some of us Pentecostals, we got weird. This, uh, I saw another video of a preacher. And he was preaching so good. And he, he, was, he was saying, you know, the, there's some stuff in the church that doesn't need to be in the church. And false brethren calling themselves saved. And I thought he was really going to say something good. But then, then, he got, then he got off and he said, them ladies wearing that makeup. And you preachers are letting them do it. Them ladies wearing them, them skirts with a slit up of them. Letting everything hang out. Ah, that's, you know. And, and I was going to talk about people being carnal and not being filled with the Holy Ghost and not praying and not having the power of God manifesting in their life. You can, you can put on any kind of suit you want to. Amen. We need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you ought to have enough Holy Ghost to, to be decent. Amen. Praise God. I mean, if we we're going to go back to the Bible, we need to get us some togas and some sandals and dirt roads and have foot washing. Amen. Because the dust flies every time you take a step because you've been walking and you come in here on our nice floors. We're going to wash your feet before you come in there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. He, he wants our hearts. He wants our dedication and commitment to Him. You know, I want to say, my time is almost gone already, but I want to say this. What a, tr what a real Christian in the eyes of God according to the scriptures is amen and and what pleases god jesus said this or it says in hebrews referring to jesus for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross despising the shame i believe the joy that was set for jesus is men and women boys and girls getting born again of the spirit of god i mean getting saved Amen. I mean, you don't talk the same. You don't walk the same. You, you don't act the same. You don't think the same. Amen. And then getting planted in the local church. Them that are planted in the courts of the Lord will flourish. In a good local church. In a local church that's filled with the Holy Ghost. With a, a pastors and family and elders that are filled with the Holy Ghost that pray. And the power of God's there. And the Holy Ghost works there. People get saved there. And people get filled with the Holy Ghost there. And we get filled with the Holy Ghost. And we hear the word of God by the washing of the water. Amen. We're becoming his bride and we're growing up and stuff's the power of God's strong and stuff's falling off by the wayside. We ain't, you know, condemning one another or putting one another down. But the power of God's here. I mean, it's, it's like a Holy Ghost pressure washer and it's working on our hearts. And I'm not talking about outward stuff. I'm talking about inward stuff that the devil set up a plan and put something in you years ago that you were innocent about and you didn't even know what was going on. But that's haunted you and tormented you. And our great God, amen, it's his desire to move and knock that off you ought not be tormented you ought not be messed up you ought not be bound you being children of God you ought not be bound amen by any kind of infirmity and, and, and we're filled and we love God and, and we live our lives and we're lights in a world of darkness 
Amen. Everywhere we go, we let our light shine. Now, now, you know, it says to not hang out with wicked people. But, I mean, you can't avoid it in the world. Amen. But when we do, our light's on. Amen. And I, let me tell you something. If your light's on, they ain't going to get too close. Amen. They ain't going to get too close. Hallelujah. That light will scare them away. Hallelujah. But I'm just talking about loving Jesus with all your heart. Loving Jesus more than anything. Praise God. Putting him first. Amen. You know, my favorite thing is serving the Lord. Praise God and praising the Lord. Amen. And just full of him and full of joy. Full of the life of God. Amen. That's what a Christian's supposed to be. And that's the kind of people, when people see you and people will work with you, they'll watch you for a while. And we're not perfect. We're going to have our struggles, and it's a process. We're working on it. And don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you pretend and you smile all the time when it's hell on the inside. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Or don't dare admit that you're going through anything. I'm not, people have misunderstood me before. And took, I don't talk about my problems because talking about my problems won't help me. But my smile and my joy is not put on. It's real. And if I didn't have it, I wouldn't exist. Amen. Amen. And let, let me tell you, sometimes it takes me a while to get it warmed up. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've had times, you know, where... You know, I, I, I listen to the devil, you know, the second or third time before I realize that's straight from hell. Amen. He's a liar and the father of it. Why am I entertaining this thought? Oh, I don't have to. That's not what the Word says. Hallelujah. God is good and His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. I'll never leave you or forsake you, but I'll go with you always, even to the ends of the earth. Oh, I almost forgot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was letting that slip for a while. But I'm talking about real joy and real peace. Amen. Let me me say this. There's so many voices out there. One of the things the Holy Ghost will do is you have a relationship. Amen. Uh, Now, Misty is my best friend, and I'm her best friend, and we we enjoy just spending time together and, and, and talking about things. But when we begin to realize that there was more for us than a pastor and sheep, you know, uh, we had to start talking. And we, we had some occasions where we could just talk. Amen. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't want a lot of distractions going on. Or it was all right if stuff was going on as long as you could hear each other. And begin to talk because I wanted to know her. I wanted to know her. You know, at one point the Lord told me that that, that was the one he had for me. That he sent her. But still I wanted to know her. And I wanted, I, I, I wanted to make sure over and over and over again that this was, this was God. Not my, not my flesh. But that this was God. But I still I wanted to know her. I wanted to know who she was. When I wasn't with her, I was thinking about stuff to talk to her about. Because I wanted to know her. Amen. Hallelujah. Because, and we attracted each other and enjoyed each other's company. Listen, God doesn't want to be a stranger to you that you come and hear somebody hoop and holler about. He wants to walk with you. He wants to be still and quiet with you. Amen. And you ask him questions and let him speak things to your heart. I'm telling you, every time I get still and let him start talking, I am so glad that I did. 
why was I talking so much? You know, I was missing out on all this, and I was, ta- I, I was wrong. <laughs> I was off. I was off kilter, but as soon as I shut up and got quiet, he lovingly straightened me out and told me what this book says. Amen. And told me that it belonged to me. But we've got to take the time, and the Holy Ghost does that. He'll take the time and, 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 and cause you to become really, truly intimate with him, not with knowledge, we were in a restaurant one time. You remember this? And I think it was Bowling Green. And, and uh, we got seated by some people who just come from church. And uh, they wanted everybody in that place to know that the, if, if they weren't the champions of all the Bible quiz contests in the world, they were runner-ups. I never heard so many Old Testament stuff just squirted out and you know because they knew people were thought people was listening if there's something somebody was listening then and, and one had to top the other and i mean it was belt to shazar and hoopsie what's this i couldn't even name some of the things <laughs> that they was talking about in bible stories that they were so knowledgeable of it but yet they were still rude and obnoxious and you didn't get catch any anointing but boy they had they had religion down Amen. Are you hearing me? I'm, 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 not, I'm talking about knowing Him. Yes. Spending your time knowing Him, walking with Him. And, and, and you can do that. I know some people don't want to tell you that. But you can walk with Him and talk with Him. And He will talk with you if you'll be still. Amen. You don't have to have a high priest to tell you everything that He says. You need a high priest to tell you that you can walk with him and talk with him. And he'll show you things. And you can learn to follow that. And you can develop that. And develop a trust and a trust in him. And know him for yourself. So that when crisis comes, amen, you can pray. And you can believe God. Amen. So you can pass it on to your children. And on to your children's children. Amen. And the Holy Ghost does that. And the Comforter has come. Amen. And that's exactly what we need. We need the Holy Ghost in our church. Amen. More and more and more. We need to become freer and freer and learn to where we just, we don't give a hoot what somebody thinks. I'm going to get my praise on. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to tune in. There's stuff flowing around in here. I'm going to get mine. Hallelujah. Praise God because I need it. Whew. I didn't get very far. But I guess I, I feel good that I obeyed God. And said, that, said what I want to say. Amen. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost, the, the, the requirement is that you're born again. And being born again means that you've believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth the Lord Jesus. See, if I'd have known that, I, 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 you know, I, I knew what I had to do to be a backslider to get back. But see, if I could have really known that, because I didn't know what happened when I got saved. I just knew I got saved. Amen. The Spirit of God worked that out without me knowing what was going on. But if you'll believe in your heart way down deep inside and confess with your mouth, Jesus, you're my Lord, I surrender to you. I surrender. That's the most powerful move that a Christian can make. Every day, surrender. Daily, I surrender to you, Lord. Help me. Help me. And he, he, knows, when, he knows when you're not. Amen. He still loves you. He still loves you. Amen. You just keep on keeping on. Let him keep helping you. Amen. And he will. If you say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. 
I want to walk with you. I want to know you. But you believe in your heart, confess through your mouth the Lord Jesus. The Bible says you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. You need to say it. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. I'm saved. Praise God. I did what you said, so I'm saved. And that does something on the inside. That makes you a candidate to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now, to be baptized in the Holy Ghost... You know, I went to the altar and I had a bunch of Brother Stevens people all gathered around me and they were shaking me, turn loose, let go, uh, say Hyundai, Hyundai or something, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. Different people do all kinds of different stuff to get, to get you to go like that. And, and some of the people that I worked with that weren't in the Pentecostal church, they thought they were hurting me. And one of them was about ready to, 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 to jerk them off of me. <laughs> Praise God. They wasn't hurting me. Amen. I was in ecstasy. Because I didn't know what was going on, but I knew I was in the presence of God. Amen. So, I mean, you know, the devil tried to, tried to freak us out with stuff that shouldn't freak us out. Amen. And then you'll, then you'll do a whole weekend of Friday the 13th, back to back to back to back to back. Every episode. Amen. And you think, you know, having a mask and it, 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 like that is funny. Amen. I don't think that's funny. I think that's crazy scaring people and watching stuff like that amen i never did like that stuff because i guess i was like a nazarite i was called from my mother's womb i never liked that scary stuff hallelujah glory to god he said if you then being evil know how to give good things to your children how much more will the father give the holy spirit to them that ask so you ask him lord jesus baptize me in the holy ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And now he done said, he done said, if, he asked, if you ask him, he'd do it. So you don't ever have to worry again if he's going to. Amen. He must not, you know, like I was. I didn't know if, he'd, if I come to the altar and he'd say, what are you doing here? Get out of here. No, no. If you ask him, if you ask him, he says yes. And he's given it. Now it's a matter, and it's just like healing, it's already done. And we're getting better and better at quit trying to earn it. You're never going to earn it. You're never going to confess enough scriptures to get it. Amen. You just, you just got to trust him. Amen. Just got to surrender. Amen. Just trust him. Get your head out of the way. Let him be your God. He loves you more than you ever know. And you don't have to please him because the blood of Jesus that Jesus took to the mercy seat has pleased him. Amen. Way more than we ever could. Hallelujah. So, so you ask. Amen. And then the Bible says in the book of Acts. I didn't, it's in my notes, but I didn't get there. Uh, they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's an important clause. Because it says, they began to speak with other tongues. It didn't say the Holy Ghost started talking in other tongues. It said they began to speak with other tongues it comes up out of your belly but it has to be your tongue you speak it but it says the spirit gives the utterance and then, and, and then when you got that that's, that's that, that way you know and then, then it just opens up all, and the more you do that the more sense everything else makes and the more sense the scripture makes and the more sense preaching makes and the more you'll have the Holy Ghost when you're about to get in the wrong situation that, that'll be stronger stay away from that nope Nope, nope, nope. We're house-setting some dogs. Praise God. And, and Misty got the bluff on them right away. I holler at them. Dylan holler at them. They, they don't pay like they heard nothing. But Misty said, get back in there. And they, they'd be all, all the way out of the carport. Misty, get back in there. 
And they turn right back around and run back in that house. Amen. She got the bluff on them. Glory to God. And I'm glad. <sighs> Hallelujah. Praise. She's not mean. And now they started loving her last night. One of them almost slept with her, but not quite. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is so good. He just, it, 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 it. so we're going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep praying about it. I don't know where you are with this, but listen, some people used to speak in tongues a lot years ago, and we don't do it as much anymore. You, you need to polish that and get on top of that. Amen. You're praying out the perfect will of God for your family, for your children, for your grandchildren, for church. Just focus on me. Lord, bless pastor. Lord, help pastor any time you, you want to do it. But we're, we're going to be part of what God does in these last days. I promise. Amen. We're, we're, we're not turning loose and he's moving. and We got so much to be thankful for, like Andrew said, and so much to look forward to. But I sure do love you, and I tell you the truth because I love you. Amen. And thank God I get assignments. Thank God God cares enough about you, amen, that he wants you to hear these things. And Well, we've heard that and heard that. Yeah, but faith comes by hearing. I heard one man say this yesterday about receiving healing, and his mama was a Holy Ghost, Word of Faith woman, as much as there could have been, and she kept telling him, you keep saying I'm healed. You keep confessing your healing. You keep confessing the Scripture. And one time she called and asked him, he was still a young man, not married, and, and asked him, and he said, it's, it's just not working, Mama. And she hung up the phone. And she, she got mad. She hung up the phone, and in a minute she called back. And she said, listen, son, don't you ever say that again. Don't you ever say that again. And he said, so Mama was teaching him right. Don't you ever say it's not working again. Don't let me hear you. So he learned not, not to say it to Mama. <laughs> Amen. He learned not to say, but, but still, see, he was that religious about it, but nothing was working. And he said he had a tape series in his truck for seven years, the same tape series, three tape series. And he was in his truck four hours a day, and he listened to it, over, nothing else, over and over and over. And he had a lot of stuff wrong with him. And one day it dawned on him, and he walked out of it all. Hallelujah. See, the devil's just trying to hide. We're going to do our best to crack that egg yes. and get to where he can get to it quicker. But, but God loves you. God's for you. And the devil, he's the one tripping us up. And, and now we can pray, Lord, show me where I'm blinded, where I'm missing it. Amen. Because I need all my healing to manifest. I believe I'm healed. I, I know you want me. I, I know I don't have to talk you into doing it. You've already done it. But help me to lay hold of it. In Jesus' name. Well, I hope I've helped you. Whew. Father, we just thank you that your word is forever settled in heaven. We yield to you. I believe you. It's fallen in good ground of good hearts, and it will bring forth optimum yield. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. If you, if you need help, uh, you can call us. Praise God. I mean, sometimes people can lay hands on you, and you get the Holy Ghost because the power manifests, but you can get it in bed at home at night. Amen, we've seen that happen too. Praise God, but you need it. Amen, and if you hadn't done it in a while, you need to be refilled and practice that because it just, it's just good.